Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast, bringing you fun and soulful interviews with spiritual teachers with the aim of tuning you in and lighting you up with your host, George Lizos. Lightworker money and spirituality hadn't always been used in the same sentence. In fact, there are entire religions and spiritual traditions that vilify money and materialism, seeing them as opposite to spirituality. And I gotta say, I completely disagree with that. And here's my view. We're spiritual beings who chose to incarnate in a physical world. Our physical world requires physical tools and processes in order to function. 
money is just a tool we've consciously created to engage with each other in this world. And since we are spiritual beings and we created money, then money is also spiritual. Makes sense, right? I'm so passionate about helping spiritual seekers heal their relationship with money. So I've asked Chakra Girl, Amber Lee Lyons, to come onto the podcast and teach us all about it. Amber runs the Chakra Girl Business School, which combines chakra work with business work to help women launch successful spiritual businesses. And specifically in this episode, we discuss the connection between chakras and business, what is the energy of each chakra in relation to running a spiritual business, how do we balance masculine and feminine energy when running our business, then we talk about whether materialism and money is spiritual and how we can begin to make peace with it, and we finish with the biggest block that spiritual entrepreneurs face. So be sure to grab pen and paper to make notes because this is a content-packed episode. And after you finish listening, come join the Your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group to join the conversation about chakras, business, and money. Enjoy this episode with Amber Lee Lyons. Today, I have with me the fabulous founder of Chakra Girl and host of the Chakra Girl Radio podcast, Amber Lee Lyons. Amber, welcome to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Thank you for having me. I feel lit up already. (laughs) I am so excited to have you on the podcast because we're going to talk about something that I never thought to put in the same sentence, chakras and spirituality. Like, (laughs) no, 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 chakras and business, sorry. Yes, okay, that too, yeah. Yes, like chakras and spirituality are of course related. But chakras and business, I'm like, how do I merge the two? But before we dive into it, I want to hear about your story to becoming the chakra girl and combining chakras and business. Yeah, so I was just a hot mess in my 20s, which I think is like a lot of us. And I started going to yoga. You know, it's like it was very slow transition. Like I was not spiritual at all, did not grow up spiritual, did not grow up religious. But I always knew that there was something else. And I started going to yoga just to like lose some party pounds, but I ended up, you know, getting so much more than I bargained for. And one day I was like late for yoga and they wouldn't let me in the class because I was too late. So they're like, we have a meditation class if you want to do that. And I was like, well, how many calories will I burn? Is it worth it? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, they're like, I mean, eventually it could lead to weight loss. I'm like, okay, I'll go. (laughs) Um, so I did like the first meditation class I ever went to, I realized that I was like swallowing like every five seconds and like clearing my throat every five seconds. And I was opening my eyes and kind of looking and being like, is this normal? Does this happen to everyone? Like what's going on? And I asked the teacher about it after and she's like, well, you probably have a blocked throat chakra, but I had never just sat still by myself quietly for like probably ever. So I didn't notice like all of this energy stuff going on in my body. I had no idea what a throat chakra was, but I went home and consulted Dr. Google and started going wild with it. And I learned about crystals. So I, I bought an Amazonite crystal 
and an aquamarine crystal. And I slept with one of them on my throat every single night for two weeks, went back to the meditation class and that block was gone. So I was like, okay, this stuff works. So I, then I just became obsessed. I was like, what else can I fix in my life? And I realized that as I fixed these physical things, my outside world changed as well. So it was really powerful. Then it all kicked off from there. And then it all kicked off. I decided that I wanted to create a very approachable, fun chakra jewelry business. So that was actually my first business. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the whole concept was jewelry for your mom to solve your modern girl problem. So I had like a hangover bracelet and like a shopaholic bracelet and stuff like that. And I found that no one really cared about the jewelry. Like people loved the brand. They would reach out to me all the time. I sold, I mean, I did sell some stuff, but people would reach out to me and they'd say, Hey, like, I love your brand. I love that you started a business. Like I want to start a business too. How did you unblock your chakras to start a business? Like what, Mm. what chakras should I, should I be working on to start my business? And I kind of like looked at what I had done in my business. And I realized that as I went through the steps of creating my business, it actually required me to tap into each chakra in sequence. So like when I was building the foundation of my business and taking those first steps, I needed that root chakra energy. When I built my brand, I needed that sacral energy. And it just went like up and up the list. So I was like, oh my God, there's something to this. (laughs) So like, this is a thing, like this is not a mistake. So I created a program around that called Chakra Girl Business School. And I was like, well, I'm going to start, I mean, charging people for this business advice if they don't want my jewelry. (laughs) And I created that program and it's been really, really powerful. And I still myself, every time I do something new in my business, I go through those seven steps. Gosh, hearing you talk about it, it makes perfect sense. I mean, the Mm -hmm. chakras are our connection between the physical world and the spiritual world and Mm -hmm. running a business is part of the physical world. So why not work with a chakra system for that? So I want to give the listeners something really practical to take home. So can we go through these seven chakras? And you just briefly tell us, what part of our business is related Mm -hmm. to. Totally. Okay. So root chakra is the foundation. So everything from your core message to who you're doing this for, it's like the who, what, why, how, like that's the root chakra. It's like really clarity. And it's the same thing with manifestation. Like the first step is always getting clear with what you want. Oh my gosh, it's 11, 11 right now. How wild is that? Sorry. I had to say that. (laughs) Um, Okay. Sacral chakra is your creativity and it's your connection to yourself and your emotions. And one of the most powerful parts of a brand is the visual side of it, but then also the emotional connection. So how are you telling your story? How are you giving your value to the world? And then the solar plexus is your spark. So it's like, it's your it factor. It's what makes you stand out. It's what makes you different, but when you're building a business, it's also your source energy. So you need to have energy to build a business because so often the things that takes people down is their overwhelm. Mm -hmm. So it's really accessing your source energy and using that as a tool to keep you going in your business. Cause you, and you probably noticed that too, any single entrepreneur that you meet is someone that is high vibe and they have to be. Yes. If you don't have high vibes and own your energy and you're a victim of, I don't have enough time. There's too much to do. Then that's, that's a slippery slope. So solar plexus, is a very important part. 
And then the heart is your value and it's the exchange, right? So the heart chakra is about exchange, balance between giving and receiving. So you going out there, giving value is going, and then opening up channels to receive money for that, you know? So it's like, it's the value that you're giving, which is very more like esoteric and more of an energy, an energy thing. But then it's also physically opening up the tech channels to bring in money. So we're actually setting up all the systems. Like this is what you need to have in place in order to have a functioning business with a monetary exchange. And then the throat chakra is really social media, selling, going out there, like shouting your message off the mountaintop and really, really speaking your truth and your purpose and living your true potential. And then your third eye, I find is really related to sales and connecting with your audience. Cause it's like, you need to understand them at like a subconscious level in order to nurture them, to support them, to transform them. You know, whether you have a product or a service, no matter what you have, you want to make people's lives better and you need to understand exactly what they need. And you also need to understand, you need to have access to to your inner guidance system to be like, okay, what am I doing next? What am I launching next? What are the best steps here? Rather than trying to follow like this cookie cutter blueprint, like you need to do what's best for you. And then the crown chakra is just the overall manifestation and your connection to, to source, your connection to flow, and just continuing to elevate, expand, and grow your business. Scaling essentially is, is, is the Wow. Chakra. So the, the way basically that this works in the chakra business school is mm -hmm. you work on both the energy level of the chakras and then you implement that, I guess, in practical processes. So it's, it's, a, it's a proper business school. You're teaching people 100%. how to launch their business, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we've got, we, we separate each chakra into two modules. So we have a yin module and a yang module. So the yin module is like, we're going to spend a week tapping into this energy and clearing out whatever is blocking it. And then once we've done that, the next week is like business module. Okay. Now that we've cleared that out, let's get, you know, let's get your website up. Let's get these things. We've got all the videos, tutorials, like business in a box, everything's there. But people always say like, I know I was going to have a business at the end of this, but I did not know that I would be a completely different person. Like it's, it's the transformational side of it is so powerful. But I think anytime someone wa launches a business, like that's when your demons come out <laughs> that's yeah. when you you know what i mean like it's new levels new devils every time you do something new and out of your comfort zone is when all the fears kick in all the insecurities kick in and we need to face them and clear them out proactively so that we don't let them win we don't let the darkness win i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com Let's get this dinner party started. Okay. 
I like I like the depth to it. It's like Marie Forleo's B School, but spirited and more exactly. high vibe. Exactly. And the deep uh, work and releasing stuff and therefore yeah. growing through them. So yeah. you mentioned the yin and the yang modules, and mm-hmm. uh, it brings me to my next question, which is about feminine and masculine energy. Something that I find when I work with spiritual entrepreneurs is they're afraid of launching or growing their business because they don't want to be too masculine in their energy Mm -hmm. because of all the trauma that we have from patriarchy abusing masculine energy. So we have this subconscious innate fear, sometimes past life fear, Mm -hmm. that if we use masculine energy, we're going to abuse it because we've been abused by it. And therefore we choose to just over depend on the universe for support and just say, I'm just going to quit my full-time job without any plan and trust that the angels will show up and make everything work. (laughs) So how do we balance our masculine and feminine energy when running and launching a spiritual Yeah. I mean, I, I run on the core authentic belief that we are meant to be abundant and lavish. (laughs) Like I, that is, that is at our core when we are manifesting, it's when we are high vibration. So I, I just believe at our, at our core, that is what it's meant for us. So if we, it's like, if we know that we're taking action from a place of love, not a place of fear, it's not like I'm doing this to make money. It's I'm doing this to change the world. Like if you can make that your purpose and everything is operating from that place of love, then a, you're going to make more money and B, like, how could that be wrong? <laughs> like, exactly. how could it be wrong to take strong action towards that? So, yeah, I mean, I definitely run into like both sides of the spectrum because I, I run into people who have a bit of like a lack uh, mindset. And I, sometimes we all get into that. Sometimes we are operating from lack and Um, and then it's like, okay, how can we show them to bring in more heart? But then there's the people who have the heart, but they just want to meditate their way to the action. But it's like, that's, that doesn't work. (laughs) Like there's actions and there's steps that need to be taken. Manifestation is an exchange. It's not about sitting and waiting for it. It's about moving towards it. And you could try 10 things to make your business work. And it could be the 11th thing that you didn't try that makes it work, but it's because you put momentum towards it, that it worked. So if you're just always moving energy forward in an excited, inspired way, then that a it can feel good to be operating in the masculine and it can feel fulfilling and you can have that balance where your heart is still in it it doesn't feel like you're like you know trying to be the big man or like trying to like i don't know be greedy or whatever but then also just like looking at like why why would i think that that's what i'm going to turn into like why would i think that i'm going to turn into like i don't know Scrooge, like just because I have money, you know what I mean? Like, because we watch all these these movies and we're little, yeah. where the villain is always like the rich person's always a villain. We're programmed so, to think this way. Exactly. So I just, it, I think it just really comes down to changing that core authentic belief. It's about integrating the purpose of love with everything yes. else, and just uh, overcoming all the obstacles and the subconscious fears that yeah. society have, has imprinted on us. Totally. So you mentioned uh, money and spirituality, and I want to mm-hmm. go into that and materiality because I love that you're into fashion. And I, whenever mm-hmm. I see your story, I feel like I'm part of a, of a movie, like the stories on Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, you, you create these, um, these lavish, beautiful, prosperous lifestyle, which I love and, um, 
And I, I, I think it's equally spiritual as someone meditating for hours, for example. But there are so many people uh, creating this rift between materiality and spirituality, thinking and imposing on other people that to be spiritual, you have to dress in a certain way, you need to um, have a minimal lifestyle, you need to meditate like hours and hours and hours and look yourself like in a retreat center and just cut yourself off from, from the world. And you don't do that and I love that and I, and I want to empower people with a shift of perspective that will help them integrate again the two. So how do we overcome our fear of materiality and seeing it as not spiritual? How can we see it as spiritual? Well, I mean, I think we need to get really real with ourselves. And our emotions and our chakras are like our GPS system, okay? Yes. So if you see something that triggers you, so maybe you see me with my designer by claiming to be spiritual, you need to think of why that triggers you. You need to think of like what, like what am I making it mean and why do I think that? If I think, if I see someone with a designer bag and I think that's not spiritual, what am I making it mean? Because if, if something, if anything triggers you, it is about you, not the other person. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's, it really just takes being really real with yourself and like, okay, when was the first time that triggered me? Okay. I remember, you know, when I was in grade six and, you know, my friend's mom had this fancy car and you know what I mean? Just whatever it is, like you need to get to the root of where that started because I don't, I think that, I don't think that's something that was necessarily learned as people became more spiritual. It was something that started before that. And then the spirituality became kind of like an excuse, you know, to not look at the fear, but everything, anything that triggers you or anything that you think has to be a way is something to look at. And for myself, like you could say, well, you're saying that you have to have money to be spiritual. I'm actually not saying that. I'm saying that whatever you want is meant for you and you, and that's your North star and, and your chakras will guide you there if you clear them out. But if you're letting these old programs and these old stories that are, that are actually childhood fear, past life fear, whatever it is, if you're letting that block up your GPS, you're going to go in the wrong direction. You're going to deny what you actually want and what your actual purpose is. And you're going to go in the opposite direction. And that to me is unspiritual. So, yeah. well, no, actually I always say the most, if someone says anything about like, oh, you can't be spiritual with when you talk about, you know, designer things and money. I'm like, well, you, I mean, the most unspiritual thing you can do is judge someone. So what is that saying about you? <laughs> Oh my God, that's so true. It's all a reflection of something that's within us. Exactly. Like that's been going on. Exactly. Okay, I want to shift this a little bit to the blocks that entrepreneurs yeah. face. So you mentor so many people in launching and growing their businesses. What do you think is the number one block that spiritual entrepreneurs face? Mm. Ooh, I feel like there's so many, <laughs> there's so many. Well, you know what? I think a big misconception is people think their upper chakras are blocked, but our upper chakras, especially as women are naturally open. It's the lower chakras that are blocked that are huh. causing the imbalance in the upper chakras. Oh, so let's talk about the communication you, of the chakras. Yeah. yeah. So if you, okay. So if you look at, 
So the, I don't know like the word for this, but like if you look at the, the crown and the root are connected. Hmm. The third eye and the sacral are connected. So it's like all the, they're all connecting with like their opposite. You yes. know what I mean? So like I, so I will say probably the biggest one is the connection between the throat and the solar plexus. Hmm. Because that is, there's a lot of trauma around speaking your truth. People, you know, when you're a kid, you're told to be quiet and not have an opinion. And, you know, that's just how we're all kind of raised. And then the solar plexus, like I was saying, about having the energy and owning your spark and your it factor, because it's so easy to sponge up what other people are doing and think that's the way and to look for like a blueprint, but it's not. It's like, you need to just be yourself. And that's something that I know I have to always remind myself of too, is like, the more true you are to yourself and the more true you are to yourself as a brand, the more people are going to respond to that. You know, you can't go out there trying to be something that you're not. If I went out there, you know, in Birkenstocks in an ashram and was like, this is who I am. People would be like, "Mm, no. So you know what I mean? So it's like, you just need, it's like that throat and solar plexus connection of being your true authentic self and not being afraid to put it out there. It sounds like by, by scanning our chakras, we can identify those blocks mm-hmm. that are blocking our business as well. And therefore, totally. we can. So is there a practical process that we can use to figure out right now, someone watching or listening, which chakra is blocked? How would you go about finding out? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a few different ways. It could be literally as easy as trying to breathe all the way, like getting into a bit of a meditative state and then taking deep, deep breaths into your toes and seeing where the air stops. Mm. Like sometimes you can say, I, you can feel a tightness in your throat or you can feel like, oh, like when I breathe into my chest, I actually get a little bit of a sharp pain or a pain in my shoulder or a little tinge in my stomach or whatever. Some people can't even feel it that low. Like they can't even, they can't even like they can't even feel their energy in, in the lower chakra. Yes. So it's like, are you aware of the energy, the vibration? Can you feel a vibration that's going on in the lower chakras? And if you've never done chakra work, odds are that's where you, you want to start um, is the root. But that take that simple test, like breathe into it. Another one that's like maybe more fun is just like going into a crystal shop and going to the first crystal that calls your name and then going home and Googling what chakra it's for. Um, Because our, our, like I said, like our chakras are a GPS. They're actually going to guide us to what we need. So that's another more fun way that allows you to That is so fun. And I actually do this every single morning. I just have a bowl of crystals right behind me on my altar. And I'm like, Okay, which one calls me today? So yeah. today I chose these uh, these aura quartz crystal, Ooh. which again it's for the uh, the crown chakra and everything. Yeah. So like it, it's amazing how the crystals talk to us. I know and they, it's and wild. Want, it's like they're friends. They're crystal yeah. friends, and they want to help us, and we can work with them too. Totally. Amber, thank you so much for sharing all this fabulous information with us all about merging chakra spirituality and business such a fascinating thing how can people get in touch with you and learn more about the chakra girl business school yes so you can find me on instagram at chakra girl co and my podcast is on itunes spotify google a few other places i think it's called chakra girl radio but yeah dm me i'm always answering my messages and everything and Instagram's really the best place for me. Thank you so much for being with us. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your day.
Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at George Lizos to grab your free Lightworker survival guide and catch the next live episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.